Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. Happy Saturday, everybody. It's your boy, Drew J. Rogers here, and I'm joined by Mr. Danny Domino, a.k.a. my partner in crime, part of the Tribunal of Thickness, the United Unions of America, right here today to get you the best picks possible. Danny, how's it hanging, my guy? I'm uh, doing pretty good, Drake. Doing pretty good. How you feeling? I feel good, man. I just got back from Orange there. Got a little sweat on. You know, what's, what's today, Thursday, as we record this? It's a Thursday, a twerking Thursday to get those legs, you know, get the thighs ready real quick. Oh, I did not peg you as an Orange Theory guy. Oh, dude, it's the one way that forces me to do cardio, man. I'm a big fan of it, trust me. That's fair. That's the only way cardio gets done, like, in this household. But we're not here to talk about workout plan. We are here to thicken up the walls of our (laughs) listeners. And we, not to brag, we had a much better week last week. And some of us actually went way, way over positive last week. We did. Pretty proud of us. I'm proud of us, man. We need that after the la- the week before because we yeah. uh, let, the, let the people down. So hopefully we can roll to keep this thing rolling. So let me let me pull up our the spreadsheet real quick for if you're watching us on YouTube. So let me give me one second. There we go. So let me zoom it in, too, for the folks at home to see because it's a little difficult. So overall, Danny, you went 6-5-1 and one last week. So you went positive with one push. Yep. Overall, since we started recording these, you've been you're 10, 13, and 1. Folks at home, he did start off 4 and 8 last week, but he was a big turnaround. And your boy, not to brag, went 6 and 3 and overall with 12 and 9 for the year. The misses for Danny were Houston minus 13, Oklahoma State plus 225, which they should have won that game. Yeah, it's not. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, USC Notre Dame over 57 and a half. That actually, the under hit. Colorado plus nine Superdog did not hit, and the Utah minus three, which is the fight between you and I. Oregon State actually covered, but your wins were Georgia Tech, University of Virginia over 62, Buffalo minus 11, Ohio State minus 20, never in doubt, the LSU Ole Miss under 76, UTSA team total 33 and a half, and our double down struck again, hitting money for the people. UTSA (laughs) minus six and a half. The Roadrunners. The Roadrunners, baby. And for myself, as I said before, the double down hit, Oklahoma State plus seven. As, I didn't have as big as Cones as Danny did, but we still hit the total there. Michigan, Michigan Northwestern under 50 and a half win. Oregon State plus three was a win. Pitt Clemson under 48. Barely made it, but barely still gets you the cashed out. And my misses were the Army Wake under. I don't want to talk about that at all. Don't you can have me on Twitter, but that was painful as I find out literally. Wow. That hurt me so badly. NC State minus three against a very downtrodden Miami team and USC plus seven, which that was just that was just a bad bet. I'm not even going to hide behind that. But, Danny, we are going to continue today with the rest of what we're taking. So why don't you kick us off with the first pick on your card? I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start in the MAC. Get ready for matching here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going Buffalo minus 13. Um Bowling Green is bad. They're not a good football team. <laughs> um, they lost to Akron by 15. They just got smoked by Eastern Michigan by 31. They were losing by 15 to Northern Illinois in the fourth quarter. Buffalo's hitting their stride. It took them a little bit to get over Luke Leopold going to Kansas, but I think they're getting ready. Their offense is extremely balanced, averaging 204 yards rushing and 213 yards passing. Um, 
and also if you want to sprinkle on it this over might be worth a uh, what's it out there 51 um, both these teams in the last three games are averaging 65 points per game combined so that over 51 buffalo might get there themselves bowling green's defense is terrible um, i'm riding the bulls from buffalo all all weekend long here yeah, I was actually a big proponent of Lance Leipold before he left Buffalo last year with Jared Pash and their running back as well, who he was a big, they were a big reason why I actually picked them to be Marshall in the bowl game last year. This year, they're, they're a very hit or miss team, but you're right, Bowling Green is just bad. I have no idea how Bowling Green beat Minnesota. Minnesota's not very good either, but that was just a fluke. It's a poorly run team. They don't have... Like people think UMass is pretty bad. I think Bowling Green's almost as bad as UMass, if we're being completely honest with you. Yeah, Bowling Green's not a good team. They're not. And this minus 13 and a half, I don't trust Buffalo enough. If it was maybe if it went down to maybe minus 13, so I can get that kind of push insurance, I would take that. But I'm gonna, you know, stay on the side. I'm gonna give you send you positivity, good vibes only. Buffalo folks, if you want to uh ride with my brother over here did Mr. Danny Domino take Buffalo minus 13 and a half as of this recording. And Danny, why don't we move on from the Mac and go to some other football? All right. Um, I'm going to go from the Mac to the fun belt. Um, I'm going to take Arkansas state, South Alabama. Last I saw this afternoon, the total was at 65 and a half. Um, Arkansas state's last four games have averaged 73 and a half points. Um, South Alabama's, uh, team total in their last three games have been averaging 34 and a third points. Um, Arkansas State has one of the worst passing defenses and rushing defenses in the country. Um, 65 and a half, as you see right there. Um, and last week, South Alabama gave up 555 yards to Louisiana Monroe, who might be one of the surprise teams in the country that's flying under the radar. They're not very good, but they're a lot better than people thought they would be. You know be. who's coaching the team, right? Yeah, Bowden. Yeah, Terry Bowden. I think he, Terry Bowden. He, he was a GA over, I think, at Clemson for the past, what, two years? Yeah. Two and a half years, and now he's coaching yep. down. Well, and then their, their OC is Rich Rod. So, I mean, they got some big names there. Oh, I didn't know Rich Rod was yep. their OC. Oh, isn't his son the quarterback there? Yeah, his son's quarterback, but he was, like, in the ICU a couple weeks ago with, like, a punctured lung or something. Oh, my Lord. That yeah. sounds horrible. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's move past that. Well, wish, well, um, wish still rich, little Rich Rod kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Arkansas State, they can't stop anybody. Drake, I think if me and you were in the backfield, we might run rush for a buck 50 each. And South Alabama, like I said, they got some studs. I've talked about them a couple times before in the pod. Um, they got some stud wideouts out there. I just expect this game to fly over that 65 and a half. And if you're – have anywhere that offers player props, I'd probably take every over you could get because I don't this this game is going to be high scoring. So I don't know much about Arkansas State other than that James Blackman transferred there and then Butch Jones is actually the head coach there. And Butch Jones is not a, like he's not a I'm not gonna say he's a good head coach, but he actually is kind of creative when it comes to offensive scheming. So I can definitely see the overhitting in this game. I'm more privy, if we're going to be honest here, to taking Arkansas State plus nine, if we're being completely honest here. I kind of like that a little bit more than the total. But once again, I don't know enough about South Alabama. Like I kind of refer, I defer to you on this sort of team right here. Yeah. So I'm going to stay out of this, like I said before. 
Actually, you know what? I'm not going to say this one out. I'm actually going to take Arkansas State plus nine. I know what I'm talking okay. about right now. Okay. I'm actually going to stick with my guns. I'm going to take Arkansas State plus nine with James Blackman and Butch Jones. I'm not going to say they're going to win the game, but I think plus nine, that's a, that's a lot a of It's a great late backdoor cover opportunity, too. Exactly. To me, that just it just screams a backdoor cover. So, folks, ride with Danny with Arkansas State, South Alabama, the over is 65 and a half. If you want to be a little more reckless like I am just now, take Arkansas State plus nine. Now, Daniel, where are we off to next? I'm, I'm going back to the well um, that I was on last week. I'm going back to South Bend, Indiana. I'm taking Notre Dame minus three and a half against UNC. And I'm going to pain myself and take another one, uh, take another Notre Dame over of 62, I believe it's at. Um, UNC, they lost to Florida State by 10. Great. Florida State played well. But we're still not sure what this Florida State team is. They only beat Miami by three, which is we know Miami is not good. And they lost to Georgia Tech by 23. Notre Dame's hitting their stride and sort of goes back to Wisconsin, which I'm going to touch on later in my six shooter. Wisconsin might be one of the most overlooked teams in the country this year based on who they played. They have one of the hardest schedules in the country. They were in the games with Penn State. They were they were winning in the fourth quarter against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame pulling out a win against them. I think Notre Dame's a pretty quality football team. They're hitting their stride with their offense, with their running. And with the people in front of Notre Dame in the top 10, Notre Dame wins out. Believe it or not, they still have an outside shot at the playoff. Um, they shouldn't. People, but- they shouldn't. But the people you look, you got four Big Ten teams in front of them who all have to play each other. You got a couple SEC teams who are going to have to play each other. If Cincinnati falls at all, they're done. I like Notre Dame here, minus three and a half. And I also like the over 62, 31. I would put the Notre Dame team total right about 32 and a half, 33. So if you want to dabble with that, I like doing that sometimes if I like a side and a total. Sort of just make it one bet instead of two. Um, but I'm riding Notre Dame minus three and a half and over 62 between the Tar Heels and the Fighting Irish. Oh, Danny. Oh, Danny. We were so simpatico for a very long time today. And by that, I mean 10 minutes. I'm going against you on this pick. You, have you ever seen Game of Thrones? I have not. So there's, hey, there's some weird, the first couple episodes that there's just some weird stuff going on. No, so in one of the later seasons, they, um, Cersei's up in the tower where she's about to get trying to get arrested by the, I forgot what they're called. It's like some cult or whatever. And they're asking, like, you know, hey, we're going to arrest you. Come quietly or, you know, there will be violence. She simply answers back, I choose violence. That's what I go about to pick right now with this. I'm taking okay. UNC plus three and a half. They have the better quarterback in Sam Howell. Jack Cohn isn't good, especially if you see him getting benched for Zach Pine and Tyler Buner, the other quarterbacks there. One of them being I agree. Freshmen. Their offensive line, they just got back a true freshman who's their best offensive lineman, which he's really good, but he's not going to be quite there yet. And with this defensive line of UNC with Miles Murphy, uh, Tamon Fox, and then also with Tony Grimes in secondary, I don't see Jack Cohn having a good game. I don't think he's that good. I think he had his best game against FSU because he had nine months to plan. And usually UNC, they falter in these spots where they're supposed to win, where they're supposed to be good, where there's, you know, seen as a darling 
this is the first time I think that they've been seen to actually lose the game outright. So it's, to me, yeah. So to me, I'm taking UNC plus three and a half, and I'm taking the under sixty-two. I'm going against you on both of these. Wow. Games. All right. Well, best of luck, buddy. So, folks, the boys are at odds with their odds. Ride with Danny with Notre Dame minus three and a half or over sixty-two, or be on the right side of history. Take <laughs> UNC plus three and a half and the under at sixty-two. Now, Danny. Where do you want us to take us next in your slate? Well, we didn't like each other's picks there. I'm going to make sure we like each other's picks here. I'm going out west. I'm going to San Diego, and I'm riding my Fresno State Bulldogs. Money line, last I saw, they were minus 105. Um, Fresno State money line against San Diego State. Um, I don't think Fresno State's defense gets the respect that it deserves. Everyone talks about San Diego State's defense and how good it is, and which it is. It's very good. But when you look at the teams they've played, I think they play. They played a D one double school. They played New Mexico. I believe they played New Mexico State. They played Arizona. They just played anemic teams. I think this is going to be their first real challenge. Um, Fresno State averages four hundred and eighty yards per game on offense, only gives up three hundred and thirty eight. That's a delta of 142 yards. I believe that's what it's called, the delta, um, the change, whatever. I'm not a mathematician. Um, I was a marketing major. So um, <laughs> they, uh, they had 142-yard differential um, compared to San Diego State, which only averages 328 yards of offense, gives up 280. That's 49-yard difference. It's just – I don't like it. And San Diego State just played Air Force. Um, I've talked about this angle a couple times. Coming off uh, weeks where you play a triple option team, they were in the altitude in um, Fort Collins, and they got two, they got gifted two scoring drives of less than 15 yards where they got field goals. They won the game by six. Um, and at Fresno State, they played Oregon. They played UCLA. Very easy. They beat UCLA. Very easily should have beat Oregon. Their other loss was to Hawaii, where they had six turnovers. They had like three turnovers inside the ten yard line. Something crazy just doesn't happen. Um, I absolutely love Fresno State in this spot. I think Fresno State has a chance to win this game by double digits because San Diego is just not going to be able to keep up on offense. It's for the division title, and and I'm rock, I'm rocking with the Bulldogs partly because I'm going to be at Boise State Fresno State next weekend. So I want that game to carry a little bit more uh, more weight in it. But love me some Bulldogs. Go Fresno State. Fresh Yes State. Uh, minus 105 on Fresh my yes State. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. And you're right. This is the double down of the week. I love Fresno State. As I said before, when I'm a niche guy. One of my niches with gambling is former Power 5 quarterbacks going to a group of five team. Jack Jake Ainer is Probably one of the best quarterbacks like in the country when it comes to ATS or just yeah. overall just a talented QB. And San Diego State doesn't have that right now. I think the quarterback, I think, is injured. He might be coming back recently. But their quarterback play and the offense has been very inconsistent. And their defense is very good. Don't get me wrong. Their defense is top-notch. But I think Fresno State has enough of the horses, and I like, especially with Jack Hayner leading the charge to actually probably win this game outright. I, it's really strange to me how it's a plus-one, minus-one kind of, line real quick but being a division game that might be the case 
Yeah, I'm, uh, the one thing that does scare me, San Diego State might have the best punter in the country. Um, I don't know if you saw last week, he had an 81-yard punt. The dude, uh, dude's an animal. It is big field position game. I have a buddy who was in Aztec last year, and he says they're going to feel good. If he's punting the ball good and pinning them deep, that gets the whole team fired up. So I'm rocking Fresno State, but the field position game is going to be one to watch in this one for sure. This is what you come here, folks, for to watch a group of five games at ten thirty. So Mountain West games at ten thirty at night, solely for field position battles by field a punter, position battles, baby. We'll buy a punter. So, folks, ride with the boys with the double down with Fresno State minus one hundred five money line. So, Daniel, where are we going off to next? Or, or do you hear some dogs barking, or what are we doing here? Well. We I can hear some dogs barking. I was going to keep it in the Mountain West, but I, oh, no, I can no, hear no, the, no, no. Keep your flow. Let's go with the right. let's go with yes, I'm going to stay in the Mountain West here for my bankroll builder. Um, I'm rocking with the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors plus 175. Um, also, this is sort of weird because it's going against my team. Each week, the last couple weeks, I've been talking about a receiver that, you know, is going to be a big-time game-changer in the game. Last two weeks, it was Calvin Austin. Last week, it was uh, Drake London. Both had massive games, massive impacts. The receiver for this game is actually a Utah State guy. Devin Tompkins um, has almost a 1,000 yards on the uh, year already. Sort of came out of nowhere, wasn't a big-time guy last year. But that guy is a stud. So if you're going to watch this game as well, 330, um, tune in, watch him. He's going to be a fun person to watch. Um but back to Hawaii, if you look at uh, PFF, which me and you have talked about, PFF isn't, you know, the holy grail of anything, but they do have some good info on there. They rank Hawaii as the seventh best team in the Mountain West, and Utah State is the 11th. So to me, that means something because um, they do rank everyone and they put it on a, you know, what's that saying? Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Um, so they use arbitrary numbers that like that. Um, Utah State got lucky last week against Colorado State. One of the luckiest games I've seen. Um, that was blew my mind. I was also on Colorado State, so I was a little extra salty about it. And the week before, they barely beat UNLV, who's not a very good football team. They're coming together, but not a very good team. And icing on the cake, uh, Hawaii might get their starting quarterback back, Cordero. Um, rumor is he might be ready to come back. They're a completely different team with him. Uh, but even without him, I think the plus 175, I think you're getting great value here uh, with Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, the only thing that I know about Utah State is, like, I bet on them a lot, actually, when they had Jordan Love, I think, what, two years ago at that point? Yeah. And then with Hawaii, they had the – what's the kid's name? I think it's not – Cole McDonald is the quarterback that Hawaii had last year, the one with the uh, the dreads. He was actually yeah. a really good QB. Hawaii, this guy took over for him, by the way. Yeah, which actually – I mean, says a lot. I mean, Cole McDonald was a pretty good QB for them. And Hawaii, I think playing away from the island, actually, I think is a lot better than they actually are on the island, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's one of those weird things where everyone's like, oh, bet when it's a late game, it's the midnight kickoff, you're at the bars and stuff. You're betting on Hawaii, and it's actually one of the worst bets historically in college football you can make. That's actually really funny. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to write that down for a further episode, but yeah. Hawaii plus 175? I like that actually better than the plus five and a half. I would just go straight to the money line. And you know what, Danny? I'm going to ride with you on this one. I like this pick a lot, actually. So, folks, this isn't a double down worthy, but I I see the reasoning. You convinced me, and I think you convinced the people as well. 
folks take Hawaii plus 175 for Danny's bankroll builder. Just trust me, folks. We're going to continue this hot streak. Keep it riding. Keep it rolling. And now, where are we off to next, Daniel? I think we know where we're off. Um, I hear those dogs barking, and and it's the Knowles, baby. I hate to do it. I told myself I was going to stay away from taking the Seminoles on this podcast. But, man, this is just a juicy spot. You get them plus nine right here. I dabbled on them plus 275. Um. I think Florida State's defense is finally getting it together. Jamie Robinson moving back to safety. Kevin Knowles stepping up. I think it's huge. Um, Brownlee's playing extremely well lately. And that D-line, man, if you watch that game the last couple weeks, Clemson's offensive line gets abused. They got abused by Syracuse. They got abused by Pittsburgh. And I last year gives me gives me flashbacks and scares of – Trusting our D-line, but this D-line is completely different. Um, I think this D-line is going to put big-time pressure on whoever the quarterback is. I love the Knowles here, the rushing attack. It's very rare that you hear Venables and Sweeney or Sweeney Dabo, however you say his last name, talk about teams the way they did. I don't know if you saw either their press conferences. I saw um, Venables. And after the situation that happened last year, I thought it would be the exact opposite, and I thought Dabo wouldn't because Dabo is sort of a dork like that. I didn't expect to hear many nice things at all. But I think they do realize the offensive line's coming together. The running back, the three-headed monster, four-headed monster, five-headed monster in the backfield, if you want to count Jordan Travis as part of the running backs, even though he's a quarterback. Um, I think I think they're putting it together. I think the team's coming together. And um, I just need some hope here. I'm taking Florida State plus nine. And then also the total's 47. Divide that by two is 23, four and a half. I would be on Florida State's team total over 19. Jay Sean's going to make one of his classic one-two moves and be off for 80 yards. You know, Trayshawn might gash two or three 30-yard runs in a row. Malik McLean, I'm calling it now, scores a 60-plus yard teeter on a play action. And I love the over 19. So this game is interesting to me. When I first saw the lines drop, I saw FSU plus 10 and a half, and I immediately jumped on it right right then and there. Yep. I also immediately dropped, jumped on the under at four or six and a half, primarily because, as I said on a podcast on Friday, the episode, um, Clemson has not scored an offense more than 14 points offensively against any FBS opponent this season in regulation. They scored 21 points is the most scored, regardless of whether it be offense, defense, for the entirety of the game. Clemson is 0-7 against the spread for the year. I believe their unders are also 7-0. Yeah, their unders are all because they can't score. They're, they're, it's, there's, their, defense is, their defense is almost elite. Their defense, if they were fully healthy, could be rivaling Georgia for how good their defense yeah. is. The, like, to me, that's what – last year their defense was decent, but it was they're all young. Now they have another year under their belt. They're a really damn good defense. The problem is their offense is so anemic with stale play, play calling and offensive line. I think has four to five injuries on it. They have no offensive weapons. DJ is playing extremely without extremely what un, unconfident or without yeah. any confidence at all whatsoever. Nothing. And they don't have a Travis Etienne or or a T Higgins or anybody like that. that any bail them out. players like Justin Ross is a one man show and he can only do so much, especially coming back from a neck and spine injury. Yeah. So. Danny, I think Florida State plus nine is, a, is just great value. 
and I said I locked in ACC for my picks. I have FSU plus nine. I got FSU plus two seventy five. I have under forty six and a half. As you see, this recording is forty seven. If we're being honest, I would sell points and take FSU down to three because I think this is gonna be a low scoring game. I think this is gonna be a twenty four to twenty one kind of game. I said in a podcast earlier, and I agree with you. There's gonna be one play where Jason Corbin breaks off a huge run. Max said it on Friday for on our episode that he is the top running back or in the top four with breakaway was like home run hitting speed, home run hitting runs. It's Dalvin-esque. I'm not saying he's not saying it's not like Dalvin. He does the same thing, but he's able to just hit a home run and have those big long runs for huge TDs. That makes a difference. And that's what I see with his FSU team on Saturday. And maybe a homer pick. It may be just me being blind. Maybe me being way too optimistic after UNC and UMass but I don't care. <laughs> FSU plus nine, my line. Let's take it home, baby. Oh, I'm hyped. Okay. I was gonna I say, you got me to take, they need to take a break here. Uh, take, a, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Well, now that we're at the end of the show, Danny, I think it's about that time to say about goodbyes, but let's put them up real quick and let's get your six shooter pick. Perfect. And another thing, uh, just saying, I know we're not talking about better bewares, but you're going to find it's a very big theme in all mine. I'm staying away from all of the big games this weekend, not touching Michigan, Michigan State, Georgia, Florida, Old Miss, Auburn, or Penn State, Ohio State, even though I love the Nittany Lions plus 18 and a half. That game would be a single point or a single digit spread with a healthy Sean Clifford. Um, I'm not touching any of those, but. Full transparency, folks. I have taken action in every single game that Danny has just said. I'm not going to lie to you. And some of them actually are in my six-shooter after he goes first. Now, about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time. Let me get the timer up. Let me know. I'm going to give you a countdown, all right? You, you got your, you your breaths in, your breathing exercises. You good? You ready? All right, we good. All right. And five, four, three, two, one. All right, I'm starting off with Con- Wisconsin minus three, bought it down to minus 120. They have more offensive yards. They have a better defense than Iowa. You heard it here first. They have a harder schedule. Iowa should have lost to Penn State. Wisconsin by three. I think Wisconsin by double digits. Uh, Baylor minus three, horns down. Texas ain't back. Pitt minus nine, might be going to the game. You down, you ain't back. Um, SMU minus 107 on the money line. I love me the ponies um, against Houston. Houston let me down last week. Give me SMU. Sonny Dykes is um, not paying attention to the Texas Tech rumors. Middle Tennessee State minus 13 and a half. The Blue Raiders are rolling. And Southern Miss is a terrible football team. And finally, give me UTEP plus 11. They got a very good defense. Florida Atlantic gets torched on the ground or through the air. Vulnerable both ways. Give me UTEP plus 11 58 seconds 58 milliseconds there you go under 58 Let's go. good Let's that, go. that that was nice danny that was nice i i'm i'm, I'm i am not gonna lie to you i'm impressed by that i'm really impressed by that let's go get my picture real quick my phone, just, my-, my phone just died so i don't have my timer so you're gonna i'm gonna trust you uh it's code of honor here boy scouts it's, 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 yeah scouts honor <laughs> i forgot how to do it uh, before I get into mine, I just want to thank the listeners so much for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, review, like, share, or subscribe, either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. Also, for YouTube, if you're watching that, don't forget to hit the like button. 
to subscribe and the little bell that will notify you whenever we drop new videos and new content and follow myself at tally underscore underscore Drake and also follow Mr. Danny Domino at 18 underscore Wheeler with three E's. And now I'm going to give myself a little timer here real quick. I will start in five, four, three, two, one. Give me Iowa plus three and a half because Wisconsin is not a good team. I think Wisconsin actually is turnover prone and Iowa, the one good thing they're good at is capitalizing on turnovers. Now give me next Ole Miss Auburn over 67. I think it's going to be a shootout. Bo Nix at home as actually an elite quarterback. Matt Corral is going to show up and show out. Next, give me Michigan State, Michigan under 50 and a half. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people predict. I also like Michigan State plus four and a half, but I think that actually the best bet here is the total 50 and a half. Next, give me University of Florida plus 14. Demo had a bye week. Demo on a bye week is a lot more dangerous than people think, and this is a game he actually cares about. Next, give me Duke plus 16. I say that because Wake Forest is coming off a barn burner with Army with almost 74-6, but give me Duke plus 16. And lastly, give me UTEP FAU over 47.5 because no defense is going to be playing that game, and I agree with Danny with UTEP being decent. Oh, You went over. You went You went over. I don't uh, mean, you, I'm you saying – you hear me try to like gas my breath, right? <laughs> I'm saying 107. No, I got one minute. I got one minute flat, but 15 milliseconds over. That's over. That's over. You're That's right. Over. One percent right. better every day. Come on it, now. It was the Duke one right there. I was trying to get my last breath in with I was like, damn. It's like, yeah, listen, the triple option, it winds them down. Duke is definitely gonna cover that game. But folks, thank you so much for love and support. Thank you so much for listening. Danny, as always. Thank you for so much for joining me on this. I have had, for having I have me on. Really fun. I think I have so much fun picking these games with you. And hopefully, folks, we come back undefeated. Probably not, but even as close to that as possible with our picks. And once again, for Drake, that was Danny. We'll see you on Monday on Lockdown Seminoles. And happy gambling, everybody. And happy Halloween. Go Knowles.